Hello and welcome to the Curator's Salon podcast. I'm your host, Geeta Joshi. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that came up when I was delivering a talk to an online artist community. And the subject was vanity galleries. I was asked about my views on vanity galleries. Simply put, I think they get to coexist uh, in the art world, in business, alongside everything else, just like your work gets to coexist in the world alongside artists whose work you don't like, right? Not everything is for everybody, but I think they do get to coexist and that that's that. A lot of times for artists, they're probably not the best choice. So just to be clear, a vanity gallery is one that is selling you wall space by the meter and you know, you're essentially renting that, uh, you know, for cost, and they may or may not take some kind of commission. The There's usually a lack of motivation for them to be actively selling your work, because that is essentially how they make their money through the rental of um, wall space to artists, and whether that be a solo show or a group show. And I really want to differentiate this between those sorts of galleries and a rental space. There are other galleries where you, you simply you know, hire the whole space and you have your own exhibition. And that means you are managing the exhibition, you're invigilating, you're hosting your visitors, your private view, all of that. And all of that responsibility is on you. While a vanity gallery is a business that has premises and is simply renting you some wall space so that you can exhibit alongside other people usually. For most artists, vanity galleries are probably not the best choice, largely because of the amount that they are actually charging the artist to exhibit. But for some artists, I know it has been beneficial for them to exhibit in other countries where they might not have been able to actually spend that much time there to you know, run their own exhibition. So again, it's very much a personal choice. But a lot of the times, these places are reaching out cold to artists and, you know, you'll see online, there are lots of threads about uh, artists expressing their frustration at being reached out, you know, in very cold ways, being asked for money to exhibit in places that are not going to really do the work around marketing. So I wanted to use this episode as a bit of a, a lesson here. Firstly, you get to decide what you want. If you're holding the energy of being magnetic to these kind of um, inquiries and uh, emails, then you get to change that. That's your responsibility. Like, how is it that you are constantly getting these sorts of emails that are taking you into this spiral of frustration? So getting clear on what you want is a really important part of this because, you know, when you're not clear on what you want, you're just going to be presented, right, just energetically, universally, the opportunities you see, all of these things by things that you don't want. And it's almost like the universe is asking you, well, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? Whereas you could set the intention, you could make that choice today, you could sit down, journal on what it is you specifically actually want. And when you get in alignment with that, we often find that these sorts of uh, collaborations and inquiries start disappearing. So that is the first thing I want to say is it's really your own responsibility to get clear on what you want. And if it feels better for you, then go ahead and on a separate page in your journal, make a list of the things you don't want. But the one, the things that you do want, that is the really important one. You want to be focusing your attention on what you want, the collaborations you want, the way you want to feel about them, uh, all those sorts of things. The next thing I want to share about these emails that we get from vanity galleries 
is to firstly actually recognize the courage that they have in reaching out cold to people. You know, I'm asked all the time, as you know from previous episodes, how do I get a gallery? What can I say in my email to a gallery? Well, sometimes you're actually asking me how to send a cold email. So what can you learn from this Vanity Gallery's email that's appeared in your inbox? What is it about that you like or don't like? So if it says, dear artist, then maybe there's the lesson, right? When you approach somebody, you're going to go to their website and make sure you know their name. You've got their very specific email. Maybe you make sure that you've done a bit more research and looked at, you know, articles that they've been in or any press coverage they've had. So you can see the gallery's cold email as an invitation to improve your own game. So that, I mean, that is one example of like, you know, how they are addressing people as just dear artists because they're not actively uh, looking at the individuals they're selling or writing to. And then have another look at their cold email. Is there anything else there that could be a lesson on how you can improve your game? So are they saying, you know, we really like your work and we want to, um, you know, discuss further? And now you're having to guess what that looks like. Or are they saying, yes, you know, we want to show your work and it's going to cost you this much. So they might have been very explicit on the cost. Like which one of those feels better? Because even though you're not, you might not be wanting to move ahead with them, at least you know if they've laid out the price, then it's very clear they're a vanity gallery. It's very clear that you might not want to work with them. And so you can either reply no or you can just delete it. But if they are trying to seduce you with more conversations uh, without being clear on what their expectations are, what their idea of a collaboration looks like, then is that good or is that bad for you? How does that feel? And what can you learn out of that on how you either approach anybody for a brand, a gallery, for a collaboration or a commission or anything else like that? So what else might you be able to actually learn from this? And just using every opportunity as a learning moment, I think, is a really good practice, really, for, you know, everybody. I think moving forward in your business, you know, once you've started deciding what you want, what you're energetically available for, the kinds of things that you want, you see these, um, you know, cold emails or um, offers on Instagram or anything like that as something that you can learn from so that you know that when you need to send out a cold email or reconnect with your audience or anything like that, how you can actually improve your game. So that is my thoughts on vanity galleries, uh, cold emails, and really kind of using every moment as a learning moment. And if you really set the intention of what you do want and the things that you don't want, then, you know, you will start seeing these sorts of opportunities, I say opportunities in air quotes, drying up and, you know, more of actually what you do want, right? You're literally becoming much more magnetic to the things that you want as you hold the energy of those things. So I hope you have found that helpful as a way of reframing this sort of cold outreach that you might be receiving. But I really encourage you to spend some time figuring out what you do want. And sometimes this might, you know, be over a few sessions in your journal and that is okay. So, you know, really getting clear on what you want, what a good art life looks like for you, what a good art business looks like for you is really setting the compass in the direction of what, where you want to go. So I hope you will spend some time with that over the coming days and I'll see you in the next episode.